This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the good life. Uh. You're tuned into Living It Up with me, Lerato Shabala. We are up and live every Thursday from 12 until 1 here on CliffCentral.com. Hello, everybody. How are you? It's another Thursday. You're with me, Lerato Shabalala, on this year podcast called Living It Up. We talk fashion, design, food, wine, travel, one of my favorite things. You can download the podcast on cliffcentral.com or go to a Facebook page, which is Living It Up with me, Lerato Shabala, to see my wonderful, wonderful guest last week. In fact, why should I tell you what, what, who was I talking to last week? What matters is who I'm talking to this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am incredibly lucky to have this wonderful uh, woman. I've, we, we happen to have known each other for a long time. And I thought to myself, I haven't interviewed her. It's one of those few times when you think, because you're colleagues, you think, oh, no, you know, I can't interview you. And then now I have an opportunity to get into her head and ask her all kinds of questions. So this is very exciting <laughs> for me. If you hear that buttery laughter, that buttery laughter. <laughs> Sorry, did you see what I did there? <laughs> I'm sitting with the one and only. She's a fashion creator, a stylist, a mama, a daughter to a very, very gregarious and wonderful woman. Papa Mam Tisha. Papa Ma, welcome to Living It Up. How are you? Thank you. Thank you so much. That was a lovely introduction. <laughs> I should keep I'm going to say more. So a lot of people, a lot of people have seen your work. A lot of people wear your work, you know, and I always say that fashion is the greatest form of art form of art because we wear it. You know, we it's an expression that you put it on. And and, and I think that's amazing because most art is put away to be displayed. But, you know, you basically display your work your passions and the things you love on people and before we go to in, in fact before we got to into the studio uh, uh pumi who's um uh, one of the clip central family members said Papa, where do these t-shirts? Where where do I get these t-shirts? And actually, I said the same thing as well. Hint, <laughs> it's my birthday in two weeks. <laughs> so, Papa, before we go into your very iconic uh, t-shirts that every almost everyone who's influential has worn, from um, Carol Bauer to Victor Lamin, who's actually also shot some. Gorgeous portraits of you. I wanted to get into you as a person. So when somebody hears fashion creative, they're like, okay, but what does that mean? So I wanted to get into where did you, where did you start? How did you get to start butter pudding? Because Papama's label is called butter pudding. You can go to butter pudding. Okay. I'm saying it the way the coin base says it. It's butter, ne? Black people. <laughs> it's butter pudding. B-U-T-T-E-R. P-U-D-D-I-N-G dot com, which is where you can actually go to buy these uh, famous Africa is the Future t-shirts. So before you got to butter pudding, there was a whole entire career, and there still is, that preceded that. And I remember seeing you a year before, and you're like, oh, I'm trying to think, do this label. And I just gone freelance for about 18 months. I was like, Papama, 
do it. I was like, no matter what, do it. And six months later, you did. And that was amazing, you know. And I think it's nice when we can help each other in the industry to make each other brave and get each other out of our comfort zones. Because that's only then we know what we can do, right? Yeah, right? I just got goosey uh, just remembering that moment. Remember gosh, that moment. Yeah. It was a big, big moment. I mean, leaving... Employment when you've got Yo. private school fees and bonds and stuff is a serious leap of faith. Exactly. So I, it will never be lost on me. I, I, yo, where do I start? You know, the other day I realized a few days ago that I matriculated 20 years ago. 20, year, 20 years ago, I was in matric. That was me. I matriculated in 1997. So last year was my 20th anniversary. Crazy. I was like, what? Hey, two decades. Ago. I know. It's just insane to think about. But I don't feel it, thank heavens. And you don't um, look it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But I, I, I've been in the fashion space for since I can remember, since mm. I left school. I matriculated, as I said, 20 years ago. And I almost spent the rest of my life in a white lab coat. I, my parents were forcing me to, to follow a more serious vocation. So they, they had high hopes for me, wanting me to, to do chemical engineering, which I almost did because I did math, science, and biology in matric. And then halfway through my matric year, I was like, no, man, I'm too creative for this. I could never actually yes. just, I couldn't do this. And I don't know where I found the courage to actually say to them. To say um, when I think about it now, because I, I have very strict parents, I was like, why? How did I actually stand up? So can I ask you, when you were a kid, because I always say one of the things I want to do when, should the Lord bless me with money i want to go to schools in the township when the lord yes girl yes girl i receive when the lord blesses me with money and some form of influence one of the things i'd like to do is to do go into um a a lokshini in rural areas and help parents and teachers understand that a kid's hobbies are a sign of what they must do the things that they love are the things you see you see kids who carry cameras when they were young they eventually become directors and i think we should look at what your children you should look at what your children love because that is what's going to help you figure out the career not the career that exactly so were you one of those people who used to cut up things for their dolls did you do that absolutely i didn't have to yeah, yeah neither did i but <laughs> i used to my parents used to buy me clothes my mom specifically specifically and then i would always look at a garment and see it's endless possibilities. Mm. I've always customized my stuff mm. from a very young age. Mm. And I used to dress very weirdly. <laughs> uh, Are kid. you one of those kids who had like a tutu and jeans and like... That was me. Yeah. And spaceship-shaped boots and him and you, you, layering was yeah. a thing just to kind of personalize. And I did not want to look like anyone else. Yeah. It was a thing for me. I just always never like to... I like to stand out um, using my clothes. So I I guess they... Now that I'm a parent, I get to... I'm, I'm a little bit more sensitive. I mean, back then I was a bit upset. And I couldn't understand why they wouldn't let me live my passion. Yeah. But I... When I, they I, wanted you to go into chemical engineering. Yeah, like my sister. And uh, who wow. is a biochemist. And, sure. and I guess for them, we didn't... Back then, we didn't have... The Stone Cherries and the David Lallys and the brands that yes. could do stuff yes. with fashion. So all they heard was 
Um, yeah, I over she, a lot as well. I remember there was a time yeah. in like that's when we met actually. Yes, yes, then, yes. Yeah. yes. In really? 1999. Yeah. Gosh, we've known each other for <laughs> a ridiculously long time. She was just always one of those people. She lives in Cape Town now. Yeah, I was, she was in Cape Town. I was, I was with her. She isn't she one of those people that always gave other people a chance. Yeah. Like she was always willing to. I remember I was going through a tough time in my life, and Candace opened her house up for me wow. in Ilovo, and I stayed at her house back almost twenty years ago. Wow. So I think she's one of those wonderful earth angels. That she didn't know me from above. So yeah. I literally cold called her. Hi, my name is Pamam Tisha. <laughs> I'm a student. I've got an internship thing. Please, can you let me in? She was like, Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Come on Monday. Da da da. Dress like comfortably. And I think on the third day, I, I, I was so determined to make an impression. They offered me a job, a fashion assistant job opened wow. up. Um, and I couldn't take it because my parents, it's, I owed my mom that. She said, you can, uh, you have to finish. You yeah. have to go and graduate. And I couldn't just abandon my, my studies. Yeah. And I couldn't take You already the job. were radical I by already, doing. I, yeah. I owed her that yeah, at least. Yeah. So I was, it was quite a character building phase of my life. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, I've been working for this and this is an opportunity that I'll never get. Because back then there weren't a lot of people of no. color in magazines. You know what I mean? No, not even writers. Absolutely. But I guess, I guess the thing that's interesting, which is one of the things I always say is that what is yours won't miss you. What is yours? But I know this now. Now. Been yes. Exactly. 18 back so then. we need to say it to 18 year olds when yeah, something, when an opportunity you. that you think was yours misses you, what is yours won't miss you. So if it's meant for you, it'll come back. That is so true. Right? That is, so I live by that. Yeah, me too. As a result, I don't chase. I don't chase me too. Me too. anything. Me too. I'm the same. Anything. I'm the same. And if it misses me, I'm like, it okay, Lord, meant. universe, it wasn't meant for me because yeah. what is mine won't miss me. Yeah. So you then go back and study. I go and back you're and bummed. finish. I'm so bummed, Lerato. I go back <laughs> to school and I'm like, oh my gosh. So they gave the job. This is exactly to your point. They, they got, remember Primrose? Yes, Primrose I remember Primrose. Yeah. Yes. She, they got the job a fashion assistant I then went back to school extremely bummed then I finished graduated I got a job as a, at Suffolk Creations as an, a junior designer making uniforms Sure. Also character building. Yeah. And I hated it. I lasted 27 days. I couldn't, I, I hated the people I worked with. I didn't like the offices and the factory work. It was just not for me. And, and I, I resigned relate. with no plan B. Yeah. Guess what? The same day I resigned, I get a call from Candace saying, hi, you know, we got a, the job we offered you, uh, we gave it to a lady called Primrose. She's now landed in international L'Oreal contract. Yeah. She doesn't need to work. So, are you still keen? Yeah, because what is yours will not miss you. It'll never miss you. Yeah. And then you're just like, because it was, it's, it's interesting when you make a decision about your life. It's yeah. that thing that they say that, you know, the, the universe conspires to, it'll meet you halfway you. to support you. When you make that decision to like, I'm going to quit and I'm not sure what I'm going to do, but this right here is, is not it. Yeah. Because you've already told the universe really clearly what you want. It says, yeah. okay, here you go. Here you go. And I mean, it wasn't intentional. It was purely yeah. based on what I was feeling yeah. and just following the feeling. And mm. I often say to people, you know how for some people things have to make sense? Mm. For me, things have to feel right. Yeah. I've always same. been that yeah. kind of, that way inclined. If it doesn't, whether it's relationships, jobs, or anything, yep. if it doesn't feel right, I then bow out or I stay away. I think that that feeling, Papama, is, um, is the secret. Is, is, yeah, is, is, uh, 
because we can't talk to God, we can't converse with Him. He has to implant Himself within us. That's why when we pray, we say Our Father. So He has to instinct, gut, all of that yeah. is the higher force, so that you know it's the thing that says, "Oh, this is not right." Yeah. That is inbuilt in us. What we choose to do is ignore it as we get older. But that yeah. thing doesn't go away because it's Him trying to the force anyway, whatever that force is to you, yeah. trying to direct you. Yeah. So it, it, it's a wonderful thing to. Embrace about yourself Because you're like This is not right mm. This is not cool mm. And when it's right You know Everything is like Feels ah! good Yeah It's like when you said I want to Quit my job And do the label thing I was like Do it Because it, it The moment Because we're, we're spirits Remember The body is just an, uh, A vehicle So the moment Your soul said it to mine I was like Yes That's what she should be doing Because I'd wear your clothes mm. You know mm. You know mm. Thank you for that Thank you <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I, I then went back to True Love. I, I had a great time, worked with Kani mm. and, um, Candace, and it was quite, um, an eye opener into the industry. And Candace was hard on me. And I, I hated it then, but I, I don't spare the moment to thank her. Because I think it kind of set the foundation of how I work right now. She's extremely professional. She always goes beyond the call of duty. Mm. Um, and, and that's what we sell. We sell a peace of mind to, to customers, whether I'm making clothes or styling for an yep. ad campaign. I'm selling a peace of mind. So I always need to be overprepared. Yep. And that's what she instilled in me. And you are always as good as your last job. Yeah. So don't think oh, I've been doing this for 15, 20 years. I can do no. it in my sleep. No. It doesn't, it doesn't work cockiness, like that. Cockiness, cockiness. Mm. And, and that's, I, I keep saying this to people and people think I'm being like airy fairy. I really think that failure is a wonderful thing that happens to us as people because you learn nothing from success. You learn absolutely nothing from success, particularly about yourself. It is when you're trying to figure it out, when you're struggling, when you're trying to, Put the pieces together. That's when you, you learn. I mean, you talk about Kenneth being hard to you. My first editor, Alice Bell, I'd moved to Cape Town. I'd walk into her office, never interview. I mean, this was before like cell phones were the thing. This is how old I am. And she would say, I want the story. Go get it. And she would look at her computer and she'd be like, you're dismissed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'd cry and I'd go, I can't do it. I can't do it. But guess what? Each and every time. I did it each yeah. and every time I surpassed myself. And I guess maybe that's what Candace was trying to do for you is to make you excellent. Yeah. And excellence yeah. requires practice. To use my absolute potential. Yeah. Yeah. And not just coast along. Yeah. Life. Because you could, you know. Of course. <laughs> be, uh, medi be mediocre at yeah. 50%. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, she always pushed. And it was painful then. But now with the benefit of hindsight, I'm eternally grateful mm. to her. Mm. And I always remind her of that. So that, that was that. And then I, I left magazines. Um, no, I left True Love and then I freelanced for different mags, mm. uh, within the fashion space. And then I left magazines completely. And then I, I, I consulted for Sony, mm -hmm. um, which is a music company. And I worked with really amazing bands, uh, music bands, creating the images, brands like Mafik Zolo. Yeah. Man. When yeah. Mafik was a three man band, when Tebo Khomeini yes. in Peace was there, we had the best times. Creating their looks and you know making them. What I loved about Sony at the time, and I know we're having an industry conversation, mm. but there were so many people at that label. We used to have the listening sessions where yeah. we get all the journalists in one room yeah. and we'd be listening to an album with the artist. Yeah. Sony was 
fantastic at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Uh, with Malaika and all yes. those bands. So I did that and that was fun. And then I left music, got into TV, styled for TV shows. And then I went back into magazines because, mm. you know, I loved it. And when Kanye came back from Harvard, she was starting Destiny magazine. She called me up and she was like, I've got this dream do you want to be part of it i was like yeah hell yeah yeah i want to be part of it um this will be my five-year plan and then nine years later i was still there <laughs> and i think that's when i got together with you and i was like i, I want to go back i've got this unfinished business with creating beautiful things and I, i've been working on this dream for the longest time and i'd want to go back to it and i, I think now is the time to, to do it And I was so scared Because by then My yeah. life had completely shifted I yeah. had Children And kids And whatever yeah. And responsibilities And it wasn't as easy A decision But I I, I spoke to a few people Yeah And I I prayed a lot Yeah and I just took that leap of faith. It's been the best decision. I think that I, th- I I think it's been the best decision for the rest of us because when you have <laughs> gifts and talents, you must share them. That's service. That's actually what serving actually is. If you're just listening, you are listening. To, if you just tuned in, this is uh, Living It Up with me, Lerato Shabalala, and I'm having the best conversation <laughs> with Butter Puddings, Papa Mamutwisha. She's a mama, a stylist, uh, a daughter, a friend. I remember we were at a Carolina. Carolina Herrera event We still have a, a picture actually from that night And <laughs> So are you And I remember saying to you It will be hard It will be hard But the worst thing that could happen Is that it could bomb You know That's the worst thing that could happen I think like so many people Are worried about doing things Because they're thinking Should it not work out She thought The rest of us don't want to start businesses but the point is, it's all about just getting the start, switching it on, the start button, and seeing, you know, where it goes. So, you decide, okay, it's nine years. Um, it's the, I'm it's gonna four go- years post my... <laughs> yes, I'm going to leave date. Yeah. And you obviously have other things that you've planned what did you set in motion because i i had a little bit of money to carry me along but i think one of the things that industry has taught me is to be gracious all the time because you never know who you're going to need to talk to so so what had you done to prepare yourself for that moment not that you could do everything i mean you'd need like a million and (laughs) no worries but what did you put in place to help it to help yourself get there further well, I, I, when I was at Destiny Magazine as the fashion and lifestyle director, I was also uh, a creative director at Luminance. Mm. So I was working two jobs at yes. the same time yeah. and, and earning two salaries, but my lifestyle didn't change. Mm. And it was, it, was, it was intentional. So a big chunk of my salary I would put into savings okay. because I had a plan and I had this dream that I needed to... To come to to bring to life. So, so instead of buying the labels, fa- yeah, instead no. of going shopping, or yeah. a bigger house, no, I saved my savings, uh, my my, my sal- a big chunk of my salary, and I still maintained the same lifestyle. And I will never forget, you know, people saying, "Ah, you're still driving this car." Yeah, no <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody said to me, "What kind of an editor are you who drives a Taz?" I mean, I'm like, guys, but my car's fully paid. Exactly. It's paid up. I don't have those issues. It drives. It, it can carry my kids. Um, but it's, 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 I say, I mentioned that because I think 
the Bantu Bazotini syndrome is real. Yeah, yes. we joke about it, but yeah. it's a thing. It is. And it seeps into you in in weird ways yep. when you least expect it it attracts you from hey man <laughs> exactly. you think Damn, Damn, I actually yeah. you know and then also the just thing. the the no I'm, I'm studying my own first you say it with embarrassment no I'm with a I'm studying tilt. my own cuz you you're just yeah. like please I, I don't just, uh, you're managing your own expectations yeah. it's dangerous yeah so you need to get that that I needed to get that right mm. I needed to be so focused on my dream that I wasn't really Listening to the noise mm. and and working according to other people's schedules and people's journeys and mm. paths, um, I, I I did that and then also with Luminance, I mean my boss was extremely ex boss Kanye was very very supportive, um, in the sense that um, yeah I told her after I had my second child that I don't want to go back to work in the office because I've got this thing this dream that I want to do and I'd like to see to start on it whilst I'm on maternity leave and and then I can do both and she was like yeah man as long as you do what you give me what I need you can do whatever you want to do in your spare time you can work from home if you want but as long as you meet your deadlines and you yeah. so that was quite a big thing for me so mm. um having that flexibility and an understanding boss mm. was a big deal and then um so the savings and speaking and being transparent with my boss about it and then yeah cuz the last thing you want is to be sneaking around hiding no, that's bad things. karma yeah, exactly. bad you don't exactly. want to start off exactly from there. And I then, um, obviously with my industry connections, that really did help a lot yep. because I'd been in the industry for so long. So speaking to people like Marianne Fassler, who shared mm. her wisdom and expertise and stuff with me free of charge, mm. um, speaking to a few people just to kind of understand how the landscapes changed in mm. the design world as an entrepreneur really did, did help. So by the time I left, I, I had kind of laid down some sort of foundation but the most important foundation was working on self yeah I, I needed to do that it's so funny people 100%. don't realize how much is on the self you know what i yeah. mean like they don't understand how much your personal growth helps you move forward yeah. yeah i needed to work on self to understand and believe the fact that and own the fact that obstacles will come um but i need to kind of ride the wave yeah and not be dismayed and also just Working my ass off. Can I say ass off? Yes, you can. You can say ass too. Yes. <laughs> working my ass off. I, I, I was, I wasn't scared of that. And also, I needed to know that this was my passion and believe that with every fiber of my being because that's the, the passion is what kept me up at night when the kids, I just put yes. the kids to sleep, then I'd work until 3 a.m. Exactly. And I wouldn't feel it. So I needed to make sure that I was doing this because I loved it. And it was a bigger, dream it was bigger than me it was bigger than just making money mm. and the way i set up the business from the get go is indicative of that mm. you know how um proceeds of our sales of every item that we sell goes to a fund uh, our fund that then helps child oriented charities mm. because um i think if 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 what yeah everything that i do needs to have some sort of Benefits to the rest of yeah, the community. I think somehow I think it that makes me feel good. Don't you think so? I think that people think. <laughs> I think people think. Oh, you know, uh, you give because you're guilty in some way. But the truth of the matter is that giving is so good for you as a person. You know what I mean? You don't even have to see the person, the kid, whose life is going to be touched by the little 
proceeds that you give them but it's just knowing that when you leave the earth you would have done something more than just your immediate family yeah. do you know what i'm saying yeah. so i i totally i mean i just i thought i liked you now i'm i mean huge admir- <laughs> <laughs> huge oh, admiration it's yeah it's a big deal because i think there's a lot of us that complain about how things aren't the way they're supposed to be but the question i ask is what are you doing in your personal capacity yes the government exactly. is not doing enough or whatever is not doing enough but what are you doing what are you, what do? are you doing exactly so and then i get into so many Heated debates and conversations about that with people, especially having started this campaign, where people will come and say, "Yeah, but Africa time is now. It's not now. Look at the president. Look at the." It's. I'm like, guys, no, 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 no. Be the change you want to see, as Mahatma Gandhi exactly, said. Exactly. Exactly. Um, for instance, and it's it's not to punt whatever. So no, for me, I make an example. That's what you're here for. Is yeah. that I I also work with Lamppost, which is um yes. is an ag- an a, a production agency that sells my skill more. to advertising. Yeah. So I make sure that my assistant or assistants are people of color. Yes. Who are competent, but are pe- because we all know advertising is, is, is lily white. Yes. And we have people like us that are as capable and as talented, mm. but just don't have a door in. Yeah. So for me, it's my way of opening doors for other people. I think it's so, so crucial what you're saying because part of the things that I wanted to do with my book was to say who do you use who is black? So for instance, yeah. I do my nails yeah. at a black salon. This white shirt that I'm wearing, you can see it later when we post the pictures, is Rubicon. It's a black woman who made it. Yeah. I do my hair there. So I deliberately, and one of the things I want was saying to people was look at your service providers and choose people of color. Because the only way the stigma of we are not professional, we are not this will be out, is when we can show real examples. My friend, Mahadi Zweng, yeah. I use her if I Love need her. something to get, exactly, yeah. to be catered for. Um, Who's a great uh, I use her So I think there's enough of an example There are enough examples for us to deliberately choose our people Because the only way you keep people out of participating in the country Is to keep them out of the economy And that's where we need to be Inside the economy And it's better for everyone when that happens Not just black people but for everyone Everyone. in the country Exactly Because then we we mitigate and we, we close that gap. That exactly, disparity. exactly. And then we eradicate the stuff that's not supposed to be there. Yeah, and I so think I it's think important it's to do that. So how did you choose the name Butter Pudding? Before we get to your Africa's the Future campaign and um, the day you realized you didn't just want to feel it, but you actually wanted to declare it. But I want to talk about Butter Pudding is such a... It makes me feel happy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like saying it. I love the way it rolls off my tongue. Yes. Butter pudding. Yes. It's my favorite dessert. Oh. It's my favorite dessert. And more importantly, um, this came afterwards, but it, it is my favorite dessert and I like the sound. But it is a dessert that needs the simplest of ingredients. Yeah. I say this all the time. You need bread. Yeah. Stale bread, no how. <laughs> exactly. You need eggs, sugar, milk. And it's it's ingredients that you always have, whether it's the fifteenth of the month or you always have it in your fridge. <laughs> yes. And once you put that together and then you bake it Magic. in the oven something taken really comes out. Yeah, I mean it's 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 that thing that I always say that I love potatoes, but potatoes grow from under the earth. So you don't know what you've got until you dig them out and they come out and they're beautiful. So I yeah. think that in darkness in darkness and and in times when you don't have a lot, you can make 
wonderful cre- cre- create wonderful things from rubbing two sticks together absolutely you know so that's I mean? what butter pudding is yeah. it's, it's the we it's the simplest simplest of designs our designs are we keep them simple for a reason and 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 um pretty straightforward but then we mix that simple design with interesting fabrics mm. or a plain t-shirt with an interesting message and then magic happens just like butter pudding so the simplest and basic of ingredients but when you infuse them together something really really delicious mm. and decadent comes out and i mean i guess maybe i'm going to be kept in obvious here but i assume that a lot of it was inspired by being a mother yourself um th- that 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 thing of like you're going into a shop and you're you're not finding things for your kids that and and that's not to diss anyone please uh, understand me but we all have an aesthetic and you think i i want quizzy to look in a particular way to dress Mm. in a particular Mm. way i want her to the way you wore your boots you Mm. know when you're a kid is that what sort of inspired why you didn't start with a she she women's range with you know yeah. sequins and all that and it was in uh, kids um and fashion are my two passions yeah uh it sounds so cliche fashion is my passion <laughs> but they are i i love kids i was a sunday school teacher um up until i had crazy and i've always said i wanted to go back but i haven't had haven't made the time um and i've got five godchildren mm. so my house is always full of kids i love kids i love I love the energy and I, I like being a kid. It also reminds me of my own childhood and yeah, I, I'm obsessed with kids. And then fashion, obviously I started it. I, I love it and it's, it's what I do. Mm. So merging those two passions together made so much sense. Yeah. And coupled with the fact that when I was looking for stuff for my kids, I couldn't really find and also having traveled the world when I was working with Luminance, um, seeing what other brands are doing mm. out there and what there was a huge gap. With what we were doing here And even internationally Because we now export mm. To The fashion capital You know Like Paris and stuff mm. um, So there's a huge gap And we needed to fill that gap And yeah. I was equipped to do it And I just did it So it's paid off So for somebody who's and, and I think What you do Is something that a lot of um, South Africans Consider, want to do, but they think, oh, I'm going to get lost in the white noise of there's so many other people who design. Um, when you were writing your USPs, what did you put up as the thing that sets you aside from everybody else who's already making clothes? Um, good quality. Mm. Good quality is pivotal. Because we, 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 we've had such a bad reputation as local designers. Mm. That's why people will go to H&M because the quality is better or whatever. So we, I, I put a lot of research and a lot of love into, and a lot of time in researching the right CMT to partner up with. Because mm. we don't have our own factory just as yet. Oh, okay. So I partner up with the CMT and it's a, an owner run CMT and it's intentionally that way because it's, just more intimate as opposed mm. to just working with a big factory and you're just a number yeah. an order number so I work with a factory and I've been fired by factories who told me that come on it's just kids clothes what do you mean we have to <laughs> overlock the hem it's going to be lined anyway and I'm yeah. like guys no yeah. because I've worked with the top brands in the world yeah. um, and that's what they beat us on because mm. a white t-shirt is a white t-shirt is a white t-shirt yeah. so what differentiates a, 
a, a, a normal white t-shirt to a Calvin Klein t-shirt or a Balenciaga t-shirt is the quality, the choice of fabric and all of that stuff. Completely. Like I only wear, I like white vests and I only wear white vests from the Gap because I love how they feel. They feel and when they, where they hug your skin. Yes, the way they hug my skin. And how they age. And how they age. Yeah. And I love the fact that not after three washes, you know, the hem is not going yeah. to start. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's, I think that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, and we keep our designs very simple because we want the company, because we also understand that our, the kids outgrow their stuff very quickly. Mm. It's bi- biology, biologically. So we want the stuff to last a little bit longer. So if the kids outgrows it, you want to be able to give it to, to hand it down to a relative or yeah. to a sibling. So the quality needs to hold. Yeah. So we, we ensure that when we create our stuff, that makes sense. And then also packaging. Packaging mm. is key. You know, we're selling a, a lifestyle. We're selling a feeling. We're selling convenience. So we're an online based store because I want Lerato when she's stuck in traffic and she needs a gift because she's going to a birthday <laughs> party and she's forgotten. Just go on our website and it comes to you already. You don't have to worry about stuff. You've picked yes. it from from your car, from the comfort of your car, and it comes to you wrapped. Or we can deliver it to, if you can't make it to the body. We yeah. deliver it to your door wrapped and all you have to do. So we're selling that convenience. And and, and I can say as somebody who uh, it's, it's part of also my ethos of buying black as well. So the packaging is fantastic. When I bought for my godson who's in New York, oh, Langa. Mm. Everybody knows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I loved how it looked. I actually sent, I brought it as it was mm. in the packaging because it was so beautiful. I mean, mm. I love um, when you're, you're, you're sort of at the design fair watching you um, yeah. put the stuff together for your customers. It's, it, there's and a lot of love. When I, it's still one of my favorite things to do in the, in the business. When I wrap, I still mm. do that, believe it or not. When I still, when I wrap stuff for our customers. And then we, we say a little good wish as the pa- package, because everything is energy. Mm. So whoever's going to wear, whether it's a kid buying sh- our shoes or a t-shirt, you know, a little message of encouragement or mm. positivity as we wrap it. So there's love that goes with the courier to your door. You might not see it, but you'll feel it oh. when you put the stuff on. And we get a lot of Amazing. feedback from our customers, a lot of feedback. It's a big deal for us on the packaging. And how good it made them feel Because yeah. it's an after sell yeah. When they Yes they've parted they, they, With their money But then when they receive the gift That feeling comes back And yeah. it's like Oh my gosh This beautiful tissue paper It smells good And the ribbon And in that And also so it feels like a of, gift You see Because it, it, it is a gift yeah. It is a gift You're gifting to someone Or gifting exactly. to yourself If you're buying for yourself Exactly It's a hard earned money That you're parting with Yeah So that's what's one of our USPs Yeah And um yeah, customer service is a mm. big deal. We get a lot of repeat customers because of that. Actually, a bulk of our business is from, is from that. We, whether it's a customer who's paying a hundred bucks or a customer who's paying two thousand rands, mm. everyone's treated the same. Mm. There's not like, oh no, it's just, you know. Yeah, it's just, just another, one item. Yeah. But it's, it's everyone. So a lot of people, you mentioned this before we got on air, that a lot of people in South Africa, um, still worry about buying online. Yeah. Um, there's still some trepidation. Will it fit? I don't know if it'll be um, right. How do you mitigate that kind of thing? I mean, what do you say to people who are like, mm, I don't know? Because I, I think that overseas and for a certain tier of South Africans, it's normal. Mm. But I think there is a, a large group of people who, a, a large group of the nation that still struggles with buying online. Oh, no. So how do you mitigate that since you don't have a physical store? store? Yeah, we, we have, um, a contact us page on our website that okay. people can send an email and, um, they'll send an email saying, I'm, I want to buy a reversible coat, blah, 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 in this size. And then we will, um, 
do up an invoice yeah. and then they pay via EFT. So, so it's info at butterpudding.com. They okay. can send an email after having looked at our website and then tell us what they need mm. and or they can call us. Okay. They can, there's a number on the website okay. and the number's always on and then we can speak Work it through and there. then send an invoice. Yeah. I'm still talking to Papa Mam Twisha. She is a fashion creative, a stylist, a fashion editor, a lifestyle editor, mm-hmm. a friend, a mama, a, you know, just a, a wonderful person who's been in the industry for an incredibly long time. We met each other when we were quite young. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, w- w- <laughs> and here we are. You'll get to see pictures of uh, Papama on our Facebook page, uh, <laughs> Living It Up. And also you can download the podcast on cliffcentral.com. So the T-shirt that you're wearing today and that many other people and soon me, Africa, our time is now and Africa is the future. How did that ethos because I think it's a value I think you have to value So when I turned 30 One of the things I realized Is that Which was moons ago I had traveled to places overseas by myself But I haven't been I hadn't been on the continent By myself And I wondered what that was saying About me and my thinking So I then decided to change that Because the best thing to do is You, you can't control the world around you But you can control yourself So I bought myself I gifted myself with a trip by myself to Kenya I spent uh, some time in Mombasa I was by the beach I went to this cave restaurant Called Alibaba for my birthday I dined by myself And people kept asking me like Where's the man? Why are you here alone? And what I wanted to show Was that you could have just as an amazing Experience outside Our home is inside our home And I Fell in love with Kenya and I think You know Kenyans are wonderful people and I think we need to do more of that and I and also my feeling is that I'm not afraid of people I'm not afraid of people I, I if other people can get around in our countries so can I and I think I want to that's one of the things I wanted to do is to say to people go out more go see the the continent more and also, I think I worry that South Africa is seen as the United States of Africa, that we feel like we don't need to go anywhere because we are everything. Mm-hmm. And it's not true. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can learn so much from Ghanaians. <clears throat> Excuse me, one of the best architects in the world and probably the best one at the moment is David Ajay, and he's from Accra. He designed the mu- Museum of uh, Modern African thing in, in Chicago. So, like, he, you know what I mean? So, we can learn from other people. So, how did this happen? Is there, what was the the trigger that made you go I actually want to put this on a t-shirt I want to see people wear it like what happened um, where do I start where did I start uh, obviously we own a, a, a kiddies brand um, butter pudding and part of the reason of the big reason why we started the kiddies brand was to Ensure a better future for our generation, mm. which is why, as I said earlier on, part of the process we we, we make go to child-oriented um, um, charities. Um, and then I stumbled one a while back. I stumbled upon on Pinterest a poster that had the powerful message uh, that said Africa is the future, and it totally landed in the right place and resonated with me. Uh, and then I did some research and. I found that this mess, the slogan was started by two French guys okay. 14 years ago and it was a 10 year campaign that had 
that they had stopped, I think two years prior to, wow. to when I found it, because it had, the 10 years had lapsed. And it was controlled, it was in France, in Paris specifically. And then I contacted this guy saying, I, this is who I am, and I started Kitty's brand, and this makes sense, especially where we are right now, mm. as a, as a country, as a continent, and being a Kitty's brand, and I, th- I think our kids need to, own and live and mm. just believe in this message from a very young age and can you imagine what um, could happen when as they grow up because it's, it's as I always say that it's easier to to raise strong men than to fix to, strong mm. kids than to fix you know broken men mm. or women so and then I got that ball rolling we started printing the t-shirts and so do you need rights from them to use of it course, oh, okay. of course I mean they started it and it they stopped it and I just wanted to carry it on in Africa as opposed to Europe. Okay. And the time made sense. Yeah. And the, does, does it require paying? How does, what's the process? No, of, just permission okay. really. Okay. And, and then we, we ran with that for a while and it was very well received, still is very well received. Mm. And then one day some life had happened to me in the interim and I, it, the fact that how you feel about yourself mm. informs everything going forward. Stopping a theory, it became a truth. Mm. And it's, it's a, a big thing happened in my life that kind of forced me to believe that. And I practiced that and it was true. And then I thought, no, man, how about we fa- find a more immediate message as opposed to being in the future, which was relevant for then, 14 years ago. Mm. Now... It is our time. Mm. It is our time. And I've always believed it. And I rem- I'll never forget the day that message landed. But it wasn't encapsulated in this message. was when I was with Luminance and I was at Oscar de la Renta's uh, office. And we were buying from them for, for Luminance and a dress. Because you, when you go to the showrooms, they've got models prancing around. And then you pick a dress. You pick a dress that makes sense for, for your brand. And there was a dress that walked down. It was one of their finales. And I remember looking at this beautiful black and white dress thinking, oh my gosh. David Lale, my mom has a dress from David Lale exactly like this. Wow. Exactly like this. Uh, David was a little bit shorter, but, and Oscar Dillas was longer, but it was exactly the same dress, same fabric and everything. And then I remember thinking, no man, this is crazy. And obviously Oscar's sold for like a hundred times the yeah. price. And, and then a few years later, a year later, I was at Cosa Como in, in Milan and I saw Com de Gasol. A, 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 a front French designer who had remember Daki mm. yes I remember Daki who yes. used to do yes. the garment with ties yes he, she had a, the design the design house had this brand and I th- remember thinking no man we've been doing this yes. so it's always been our time but we we haven't really had the exposure yeah. and the self belief that yeah. we, you know, yeah. we've always had. We it. haven't, wo- we hadn't woken up to ourselves. We hadn't woken up to ourselves, yeah. and I've always known this, I guess, and this was just proven by these incidents. And then I, a few years ago, I got this message done by an artist in the right in a few fonts, and then I slept on it for about two years because I wasn't ready. And we also had the Africa is a future message. And then one day, I'll never forget this day, I was trying to nap. I was so tired. I'd been working. And my daughter's bedroom gets the best sign in the house. And I was trying to take a nap um, for like an hour so that I could wake up and carry on working. And as I lay my head on the pillow, the message, it sounds all airy-fairy, but it's so true. It gives me goosebumps every time I think of it. This message started flooding my head on 
how I need to make this work. I need to do this. This is the time to get this message out there. And this is exactly how I'm going to do it. And then I was trying to sleep and ignore the message, but it was so loud. And I get messages all the time, but yeah. this one was just keeping me up. And I was like, oh, I just need to sleep. Can you just one? Ended up getting a notebook and writing down all the thoughts and the feelings that I was getting about this message, how exactly I'm going to roll out this campaign. Mm. And I then got the t-shirt sampled. I actually chose, I had, a, I think, five different fonts of the... And then obviously it needed to be a bold message because I'm a minimalist by nature. Mm. But the message needed to work as a billboard. Uh, so it needed to be bold. So I chose the font, got the thing sampled, and then I worked out a plan of how we're going to roll it out. And I then called up the people that fronted the campaign. So your Kojos, your Bazis, mm. your Azas. And every single person that I called, Lorato, everyone I called didn't flinch. Everyone was like, yeah, we'll be there. Just I tell can, us when. I can tell you that I was looking like, damn, why didn't you call me? Because I think it was something that most of us were like, I want to be a part of it. I yeah. want to be a part of it. Yeah. yeah. And the list was long, hey? The list yeah, was very imagine. long. There were so many people that I didn't end up calling yeah. because I was also like, ah, but... Hey, but I don't want to abuse people because I also struggle with it's something I need to work on asking for favors. It's yeah. a big thing for me. Yeah. Um, and also there were a lot of people that I did call that we just couldn't get to the time, the time yeah. to get to, you know, because people have busy schedules, but they've shown incredible support to, to the campaign yeah. post that, you know, like people like Nelson Makamo yes. who, who embodies the message. I mean, his, his story is amazing. Yeah. And I knew him before he was. Nelson Nelson and having yeah. watched him to become who he is right now is exactly this. He was, believed in this message long before it was a message. I mean, I went to his second uh, big ish show before he, you know, before he reached the levels where Swiss Beats is now yeah. owning a Nelson yeah. Makamo, right? Jojo Armani. <laughs> so Nelson I mean, hello. And I remember thinking, I can't afford it. I should buy it. I feel like this guy is going to be big. But I'm like, ugh. And then as I deliberated and I walked around Circa and I thought, okay, let me go back and actually think of everything was sold out. And from that day, from that day, <laughs> it was like major, you know. And I know he's a huge supporter as well. He's a huge, huge supporter. I mean, he's bought so many t-shirts. Every time he travels, he'll buy some for his family and his friends and he takes it because he wants to spread, spread the, the message. message yeah. And when we spearheaded the campaign... It was the, the 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 intention was so so clear that it, yes we're spearheading it but it's for everyone and everyone must own it even the people that fronted it it was just like you own it you run with it it's for all of us yeah. and the the dream is to have every single person who's African whether African by birth or state of mind to be exposed to the message in yes, some way because yes. we've breathed oh the force has breathed life into it yeah so it it I mean we get the most amazing messages Lerato yeah. how. People, how this message affects people. Yeah. Just a simple message on a t-shirt, how it kind of has done this. Uh, yeah. like just changed. Also, I think what's great about it is, is that people, sorry to interrupt you, people will, will take images with the t-shirt in different places. So yeah. I distinctly remember Carol Bauer in Paris yeah. wearing, cause it's an interpretation. Cause what you do when you are a creator, a, cre a creator of things, an, an artistic person, you create something and then you have to release it for people yeah. to do what they want with Absolutely. it because then it's no longer yours. Yeah. It is yeah. theirs. And that's how it gains more life. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you don't try, you're not trying to give the cookie and hold, yeah. hold it up yeah. at the other end. And I remember seeing the buildings behind her 
and the suit she wore a black suit yeah. and that t-shirt juxtaposed in that environment was i thought to myself so many people must have stopped her so many people must have said where did you get that t-shirt where are you from you know that and, happens every yeah. day that's the kind of feedback we get yoli yoli zama yeah 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 my she, bestie yeah, she's her birthday last week constantly buying more t-shirts cuz she's like oh i've had to part with mine cuz someone took it off my back yeah. oh i've had to give mine away to whatever it happens yeah. all the time so much so that we haven't as i said i don't chase we haven't done much marketing besides people just marketing yeah. social media and not even everything it's just instagram because it's the only thing i'm on yeah. um we are now supplying Diana Porti in Kenya her store wow. we've got an agency an agent in France who handles the european region with the message in the states Jeez. um in the us in australia i would have sooner thought iceland than australia we've getting so much love from as far as australia people wanting to stock the t-shirts in the in the stores mm. and spreading the message and zanzibar and women, that's what it's, it's about right it's about like the message spreading the message. you have to release your work though by the way you can follow papama on instagram it's p a p a m a m a r okay so papama r <laughs> so you can follow her on instagram to see exactly what we talk about to see how fast oh africa your time is now okay. it's also got its own handle okay uh, Africa Your Time Is Now And um, on yeah. YouTube I, I highly recommend that everyone When they've got time Goes on YouTube and watches the video Yeah, There's a video we took A behind the scenes video Where we asked the people that fronted the campaign About what the message means to them And yeah. what kind of Africa they wish for the next generation And all of that It is goose bump raising stuff I, I mean I watched it the other day Because I had a meeting with an agency in Cape Town A few days ago about the video And I had to watch it again And it doesn't it doesn't get it old. Doesn't, it doesn't get stale. So with only a couple of minutes left, like five minutes oh. left, you've just helped me figure out how I want to close the show. I have been chatting to fashion creative Papama Mtwisha. You can find her on Instagram, Papama, R-P-A-P-A-M-A-M-A-R. Uh, she is on Instagram. You can find her there. You'll see pictures of her on our Facebook page, Living It Up. You can also download the, the podcast on cliffcentral.com. Uh, the last question I want to ask you is, is is inspired by literally what you just said 30 seconds ago. Um, and you can watch the video on uh, Africa Your Time Is Now, right? On YouTube. Yeah. It's w- on my on my pa- 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 ma- my handle. Yes. There's a link. There. Okay. If you click on the link, on, it takes you straight the, to the, in the video. Bio. So, in the bio. So what does it mean to you, one, I'm going to ask you two questions and one, to be an African right now and... What does it? What do you hope it means for your children? Sure, it's a big question. Well, you, 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 a, you said it's goosebumps. <laughs> you gave it's a it big to me. question. Yeah. I have the biggest and brightest dreams for Africa. We're living it right now, and we we surely on our way. It's I I. I, I dream of an Africa with endless possibilities mm. where every single African believes in their birth, it's their birthright to succeed. It, we've always had the wisdom. We've always had the technical know-how. We've always had the heritage. We just need to remember who we are. Mm. We just need to remember, forget the lies that we've been fed with. Forget the, the bamboozlement that's happened in the past few centuries. Mm. Just dig deep and remember 
who we are. Mm. That's all we have to do. Mm. Not too much. Just remember who we are. We are kings and queens. Mm. And um, and live accordingly. Mm. That's that's all I wish for us, mm. you know, as a, as a nation, and um, and for our kids to just remember who we are. Mm. And we don't need the validation that no. we've been led to believe that we need. So no. we are this kind of nation where we we, we survive on handouts. No. We've always had it. We've yeah. always had it. And we. It's so it's lovely. I mean, it's not an original message. It's just capturing the zeitgeist yeah. because I feel it everywhere I go, everywhere I go, and testament to the success of this simple T-shirt message on a T-shirt and how far it's gotten is that people are tapping into the movement, into the energy of it all. Mm. It's it's our time. It really is our time. There is no doubt about it. And it's a message that cuts across all disciplines, whether you're in sports, in foods, in creative, in in commerce. It is our time. We are the the thing, not even the next big thing. We are the thing. Yeah, I mean, we. we I I think more than anything is that people have to remember that we all have a seat at the table. There's enough so sun there's to shine enough on all of us. Sun. So no matter, we don't have. In fact, if anything, we need to big each other up, because part of receiving your blessings is is uh, letting other people flourish in their own blessings. So lastly, when you're dreaming. In your head, when you're having fantasies about butter pudding and what it will be like, what does that look like? What does the, when you're like, you know what, this will be sweet. You know, when you're, when you're swinging off a chair and the girls are somewhere else and you're watching them, what, what's that feeling of elation of like, this is what I hope to see for butter pudding? Oh my gosh, we are, we have a footprint all over the world. We are dressing kids. All over the world, as far as wide as, as Australia and Iceland, even, um, and we're changing the world because yeah. the more we are everywhere, the more sales we make, and the more money is available to the butter pudding fund, and the more lives we can change. Yeah. So I think, yeah, we we are global brand. We are. I used to say the top three best brands, kiddies brands in the world, but I think the best kiddies brand in the world. That's where. I see butter pudding. I want to thank you for your bravery. I want to thank you for just even asking me that evening whether you should do this thing and go ahead with it because what has happened and this is the thing is that you dream of something but the universe has a bigger dream for you because it's it's anointed, it's already decided that you're going to win at this thing. So as somebody who doesn't have kids yet, I cannot wait to dress my my kids <laughs> in one of your designs. I hope that the universe blesses you and takes you right up to your highest, highest order of calling. I hope that in moments of doubt, you remember this, you remember how you've helped us and built all of us and I bless you on behalf of all black women all black women who are looking to people like you to keep shining the light on yourselves and other people and the plight of others and thank you very very much for being you Papa Mantris thank you thank you thank you very much guys that was uh, that was the podcast you can get on qcentral.com uh, butterpudding.com shop online you can go to info at butterpudding.com to ask Papama how to get a hold of her clothes whether you are in Paris Lagos or London you can buy her clothes no matter where you are in the world Africa your time is now bye everybody
Welcome to the good life. Oh. You're tuned into Living It Up with me, Lerato Shabala. We are up and live every Thursday from 12 until 1 here on clipcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.